0: Come, Holy Spirit. Come, have your way with us this morning. Would your spirit dwell in this place? Would you dwell in our hearts? We thank you that you are already with us. We want to honor you. We want to worship you. We want to give you our all this morning. Come and have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: just thank you for your presence with us here this morning thank you that as as we've been singing it's your breath that, that fills our lungs and we ask Holy Spirit that you come and fill us up today we open our hearts to you and we say Lord Jesus come and have your way with us this morning And why don't you take a seat? Well, good morning, everyone. Um, if you weren't here earlier and you missed James's warm welcome, um, it's great to have you all here um thank you for sticking to your zones we're trying to keep everybody as comfortable as possible as we emerge from our our COVID lockdown mayhem whatever you want to call it um so we really appreciate everyone sticking to their zones and wearing masks where, where appropriate and um it's really weird to be back here I've got so used to I got so used to giving sermons to a camera that I was almost tempted to to just mount my phone in front of me this morning so I could like just talk to my phone because it's like it's at first it was really weird but then it just becomes like everything else just became normal like zoom meetings and things like that it just became normal so it's really weird to be back here it's weird to be up on this stage. Um, I've preached many times in this room but never from up on this stage so um, can see everybody's bald spots and who needs to have their roots touched up and um, through <laughs> um, My wife Lindsay's probably sitting on the balcony going, "Just stick to the script, Mike, stick to the script. Um, <laughs> In case you haven't met me. My name is Mike, and I've had the privilege of serving on the staff, staff team here for the last seven and a half years. And um, from next month I'm going to be heading, I'm joking. I'm I'm joking, we've got a few staff members that are leaving us uh, this month, so um, I'm not one of them. So I'm still around. (laughs) Yeah, some of you are clapping, but not everyone's clapping. (laughs) Uh, Before I go any further, James forgot to mention that because it's such beautiful summer weather today, and the sun's actually shining. We're going to be serving ice creams directly after the service. Uh, if you go through this car park or around the side of the building here, you'll see a black cab parked out the back, and he's raised the roof a bit, and he'll be serving ice creams out of the roof of his cab. So stick around for that. They were pretty delicious last time. I can highly recommend the caramel topping, and he's also got some little chocolatey bits that he sticks in. And, um... Yeah, stick around for those. They're they're pretty awesome. Uh, Okay. We don't have much time because we've got shorter services. So strap in, concentrate. I hope you're all caffeined up and are ready to go. As you know, Neil and Kate are, or you might not know, but Neil and Kate are on holiday taking some much-needed rest after spending the last 17 months keeping Southwest London Vineyard Running in some form or another and negotiating and um, guiding our our exit from lockdown and these face to face meetings. Um, They've done an amazing job, but it's been exhausting. So um, do pray for them as they're on holiday that they can get some rest and um, come back refreshed and ready for the next chapter of lockdown exit. 2.375 whatever we're on to now. The the reason that they've managed to achieve all of this and keeping the church together and and, um, exiting lockdown in such a seamless way is because of two things. One, they had a team of prayers behind them, prayers behind them who have done um, an amazing job of praying for them day in and day out, week in and week out, um, praying for the church, and secondly, they've also surrounded themselves with people who they can call on when they need to get things done, Uh, wonderful welcome teams, and setup teams, and vineyard kids teams, and worship teams, and laptop teams, and PA teams, and the the list is endless, but the, the people that that gather around them to go, what can we do, how can we help, um, who can actually get things done. So, today, I wanted to share with you my brief thoughts on the balance between prayer and action um, as we continue to navigate our way out of COVID and how these two, um, you know, we often talk in the vineyard about about um, holding things in balance. We talk about the now and the not yet of, of the kingdom and um, we, we, guys, years ago in the vineyard, um, talked about the quest for the radical middle. And we, we not, um, we, we we grasp the Holy Spirit, but we also stick to the teachings of the Bible, and we, we walk this this sort of um, tightrope between the two. Um, so today's talk is is the, the the balance between prayer and action. So. Grab your Bibles and turn with me to 1 Kings 18, verses 41 to 46. I don't know about the rest of you, but my eyesight has deteriorated so badly from spending so much time in front of my screen in lockdown, so you have to bear with my glasses. Also, these ones are my um, Amazon £2.50 ones, because week one of lockdown, I sat on my glasses. Uh, Week one of lockdown two, I stood on Lindsay's glasses. So, the moral of the story is if you have glasses, don't leave them anywhere near me because I'll break them, guaranteed. These ones are pretty bendy. Um, You can sit on them, stand on them, put them in your pocket. Um, My mate Patrick put me onto them because um, he probably goes through a few pairs himself. So, 1 Kings 18 41 to 46. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go eat and drink for there is the sound of heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top, of the, the top of Carmel, bent down to the ground, and put his face between his knees. Go and look toward the sea, he told his servant, and he went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times, Elijah said, go back. The seventh time, the servants reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, pick up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose, a heavy rain started falling, and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. The power of the Lord came on Elijah, and tucking his cloak between his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. So a bit of background to this passage Um, for those of you who, who haven't read it or forgotten it. It hadn't rained for ages and ages and ages. And Elijah had challenged the 450 dodgy prophets of Baal um, to set some wood on fire. They built a a stack of wood, and he said, okay, you set it on fire. They tried many times. They called on on Baal, and um, unsurprisingly, Baal couldn't set it on fire. So Elijah got some guys to chuck a whole bunch of water on the pile of logs, and then some more water, and then even more water on top of that, and then called on our God, who we all serve, and um, unsurprisingly, he set it on fire. So um, Elijah took the 450 dodgy prophets of Baal and had them all slaughtered, and then we join the story in verse 41. So at this point, Elijah climbs up Mount Carmel and waits on the Lord. says he he um, he bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees so he's just praying to the lord he's like waiting he's praying for rain and seven times he sends a servant to go and check for the for, for rain clouds and seven times and on the seventh time he finally sees one and shortly after that the heavens open and it rains cats and dogs okay got it so, what we see here with Elijah is just like when this pandemic hit the UK. Um, there's some points in our lives when all we can do is pray. Elijah didn't have the, um, he, didn't, he couldn't take out these 450 prophets physically on his own. Um, all he had was God. And in the same way, we couldn't send in our armed forces or special forces or um, the National Guard or anyone to take out this virus. All we could do was pray. Many of you uh, will be aware that since the first day we went into lockdown back in March of last year, There's been a group of faithful, I won't even say prayer warriors, I'll call them prayer giants, who've been meeting online every single day at 9.30. Come wind, rain, snow, um, no matter what, they've been meeting on Zoom and praying for our communities, praying for you, praying for me, praying for our leaders and scientists and medical professionals, praying for the sick and the lonely and the lost. And they've seen some amazing things happen. There's been amazing stories of of healing and people coming to Jesus. Um, And just like Elijah, they knew that our best response to getting through this virus was to call out to our God, the same God who created the heavens and the earth, who made each and every one of us and knows exactly how many hairs there are on our heads or lack thereof and I can't believe Neil's not even here to hear my joke Um, (laughs) uh, and often like for for months and months and months there was no cloud on the horizon they prayed and prayed and prayed and there there was no sign of any hope of us getting out of this this pandemic but they continued to pray regardless and I'd like I, I think we should just we should just honour them today. I think like the, the bunch of them are in the room this morning, and uh, thanks, Aki. Like let's 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 give them a hand. Like so, so these are our, are our prayers, and and um, as we continue to work our way through this pandemic, we need to continue to pray. But I think God's also calling us to action. This virus has had such an impact on our communities that we're only just beginning to see the effects of it, and I believe we're gonna continue to see it for a long time to come. The Wandsworth Food Bank, who we work with very closely in in, um, providing food parcels to people in need, have seen an incredible increase in the demand for emergency food packages over the course of the last 17 months. In the first three months alone, I think, it, I think the demand tripled. Um, and then they went from delivering three-day food parcels to seven-day food parcels. And it's like there's, it's got no sign of, of decreasing at any stage at the moment. Many, many people in our communities are still living in fear of actually walking out their front doors and going to the supermarket or to the doctor or um, just going for a walk. Many are also living with the effects, the long-term effects of COVID. They've lost loved ones or they've got loved ones who are, who are unable to work because of, of, of this virus. Um, and I believe that as we go about our daily business, we've got a duty to look out for these people. Whether it's placing a few items in a food bank basket at your local supermarket or knocking on your neighbor's door to see how they're doing or dropping off a meal with someone who has lost a loved one. There's no shortage of opportunities out there for us to extend the love of Jesus through our neighborhoods. And for some of us, the pandemic has given us a chance to look at our lives and maybe make some changes. I love the story in in John 21 verses 5 and 6 where Jesus, sorry, where the disciples are fishing and have caught nothing. And Jesus is walking along the shore and he calls out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. And I think today Jesus is encouraging some of us to stop fishing on the same side of the boat and to throw our nets over the other side. In other words, change the way we've been doing things and we'll see different results. And sometimes these are just the smallest changes in life. They're not, it doesn't need to be as radical as, as like, dyeing your hair pink or, um, (laughs) I'm pointing at you, Ronnie Moon, Um, (laughs) um, or, you know, countless other things. Dave Joyner, who's lost, like, seven stone over lockdown. or um, The difference between one side of the boat and the other is only a few meters, and... Sometimes the things that we need to do are simple things as as getting up half an hour earlier or going to bed half an hour earlier or sitting down at the table to eat our meals together rather than in front of the TV or starting our day reading our Bible for five minutes rather than our Facebook feed. Praying for change and not doing anything about it is like the fable of the man who was stranded on the roof of his house as due to a flood, and was crying out to God to save him. And God sent a man in a canoe, and he said, no, no, I'm fine, I'm waiting for God to save me. And then along came a, a, a like rescue dinghy, and they said, come on, jump in. And he went, no, no, it's fine, I'm waiting for God to save me. And then along came a helicopter, and they dropped a rope down, and he refused to grab onto the rope because he was waiting for God to save him. And then um, the waters rose, and he drowned, and he got to heaven. And he said to God, why didn't you save me? And God looked at him, dumbstruck, and said, I sent a canoe, a dinghy, and a helicopter. And so sometimes we just need to open our eyes to the work that God is doing around us. And open our ears to what he's saying to us and the little things that we can change in our lives. So how are we doing? Spot on time. Let's get the band back. Why don't you all stand? Um, so, if you, if you want to make a little difference in your life today or in someone else's life, um, if you feel like you've been fishing the same side of the boat for months and months or years and years and... Um, you quite fancy catching some fish for a change then um, we want to pray for you today so so I'd encourage you like if you're comfortable stick your hands out or um, however it is you, you take time with the Lord and Holy Spirit I ask that you will come Open our hearts to you this morning. I pray that you will come and that you um, that you will speak to us. That you will highlight the areas of our life where we are lacking or um, where we need to change. I pray that you give us the courage to to throw our nets over the other side of the boat. with us today and I pray that as we go out about our business for the rest of the week that you will go before us you will shine your face upon us and fill us with your peace in Jesus name.